May 6, 1937. The Hindenburg explodes in Lakehurst, New Jersey. Reviewers rate it still better than Spirit Airlines. Welcome to The Revisionists. I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. And we have a great show for you tonight. The reigning champion of the Comedy Works New Faces contest, a member of the Pussy Bros, and one of the finest comics, not just in Denver, but really anywhere, uh, Janae Burris <laughs> is here. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> I appreciate it. Okay, I couldn't tell what that laugh meant. Because <laughs> I think... Brian hasn't been anywhere, I guess. He doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't travel very much, but thank you. Uh-huh. I'll take it. I stand by what I said, but both <laughs> things can be true. Um, I only get to be the reigning champion for a little bit longer, so I mm. do appreciate you saying it. That's true, but the memories will last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Zach, uh, how are mm, things yeah. going? I d- Zach, what are you doing? I'm sitting in my unfurnished new apartment room uh, with the lights off, um, boxes around. (laughs) It keeps getting Um, more and more romantic. It's like the sad early part of a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie. Or Or the the sad late part of a Philip Seymour Hoffman life. Really any part of a Philip Seymour Hoffman life or film. R.I.P. What a talent. Except I imagine, like, I'm not doing that thing that I feel like would happen in a Philip Seymour Hoffman movie where he's sadly masturbating under the blankets. That's not happening. (laughs) You're not doing that? (laughs) Just, again. I'm not doing that. Very clear that that is not happening. I'm 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 a professional when it comes. That's for later. This is podcast <laughs> anyway, time. That's for later. That's for, uh, Saving a little treat for later. That's something uh-huh. for daddy. Um, oh hello. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already disgusted with myself. Uh huh. That took less time than usual. This is why he didn't want you to see his face. (laughs) Anyway, uh, welcome to The Revisionists. Yeah. Uh, If you you are new to the podcast and did not already turn it off, uh, (laughs) this is... Because you were so um, excited. Yeah. That you had to go sadly masturbate. You're like, oh, I forgot. It's it's Saturday. It's sad masturbation day for me. Um, Anyways... Uh, let's not, let's be honest. Every day is sad masturbation day for a lot of people. For a lot of, yeah, great. Loving this. Uh, anyways, uh, especially during the Trump administration, I feel like it's really (laughs) taken an uptick. Um, anyways, uh, in this, uh, podcast, we, uh, feature, uh, discuss a person or event from history. And one of the people on the show prevents an accurate, uh, true account of that person or event. And the other person brings a bullshit bananas, crazy alternate version. And at the end, we vote on what becomes the real history of the globe moving forward. Mm-hmm. And last episode, we did... Genghis Khan. You're really, believe, you're really getting very dramatic with your with your presentation at this point. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I like. I that. believe that um, the the normal addition that we make to these stories is a bunch of murder and or sex, and we could not add enough to make the alternate version of Genghis Khan more appealing. So the yeah. real history won out. I believe. Yeah, Christy Bukley's real history, which also involved a digression about her history professor. 
Dr. Liu. Uh, so thank you, Christy, and Dr. Liu also. Yeah, Who may Kong be Bernie already. Sanders in a wig, possibly. <laughs> Genghis Khan is really already so... He's so very... He's fire. Yeah, yeah you, can't really, you can't really spice that up at all. Mm-hmm. He's 100 emoji. He's fire <laughs> emoji. Anyway. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, who are we discussing this time? Oh, we're discussing a personal <laughs> favorite of mine, Olga of Kiev, mm-hmm. who uh, gets shit done. He, she don't take no prisoners, and she gets shit done. Very literally. This is, uh, along with um, Genghis Khan, one of the episodes we were originally going to bring you in November, but the impe- the then impending disaster of a Trump presidency. Uh, and now the gone. current disaster. <laughs> yep. Um, hey, if you're listening to this, maybe call your senators because people in the House just voted to take away health care. Uh, not to get too real about it. But anyway, <laughs> this episode. This will be a good archive of. How life was, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in these years. These years <laughs> when healthcare was just being taken See, away. That's, you know, in 30 that's years, the, the kids will be like, oh, remember when grandpa didn't understand, you know, how <laughs> terrible, really, truly terrible it was? Yeah. Yep. See, the difference is people like normal people sadly masturbate, but Republican <laughs> House members yeah. masturbate to sad things. That's uh, kind of the key difference yeah. between the two. Yeah, that's the key. Uh, Have you, is this a, is this a thesis you're working on? What if, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to have to defend it next week for my, in front of my professor. <laughs> Your professor who is just random dude. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. Professor mm-hmm. Lou. A.K.A. Yeah, Bernie right. Sanders in a wig. Who's going to be into it? Yeah. Um, anyway, this episode, I'll be doing the actual history of Ogle of Kiev. And Janae, you'll be doing the alternate. I'll be doing the the one you haven't heard. Not mm. the, uh, it's not untrue. You just haven't well, heard it. Mm, okay. To be fair, I'll bet most people haven't heard either of these stories. <laughs> and I'm sure they're both hot fire because <laughs> Olga of Kiev is great. Yeah, hot fire. Uh, that might be a spoiler alert a little bit. Mm. Um, One of the all... elements comes into play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Olga of Kiev lived around uh, 890 uh, to 969 AD. And 69, nice. Of... What, what was that? Uh, 69, nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I made you repeat that. That was so <laughs> worth it. <laughs> she was uh, a leader of uh, what was called the Kievan Rus, which is where a lot of the Russian people who settled in the central Russian plain came from. Like her capital was Kiev, which is in present day Ukraine. She was the first leader of Kiev to convert to Christianity. She was also m- made a saint by like three yeah. different churches. I think you will find, as this story goes on, the fact that she is is a saint is a little weird. <laughs> a little bit. Also, very Russian. Very yeah, Russian true. for her to be a saint. Like I said, at this time, uh, the Kiev, Kievans, the, the Kevins, were the, <laughs> were the most... I like sorry, that. I really like that. I'm, I think I, I vote we go with Kevins, and I'm going to imagine them all as Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone. Yeah. Which I think is the, maybe the second podcast in a row I've talked about Home Alone. Yeah, eight more and you get a free th- one. My I new thing. I was thinking thing. about yeah. um, what Macaulay Culkin 
earlier when I was getting dressed. That's so weird. <laughs> Somebody check on Macaulay, please. I was, but I was thinking about the good Oh, son. you think it might be like a weird, like ESP Sixth Sense thing. <laughs> <laughs> the I, whole world is thinking of Macaulay. A thousand voices <laughs> saying Macaulay Culkin's name at once, <laughs> crying out, Kevin. Kevin. I was thinking about him from the Good Son, though. There were some some years oh, there yeah. where Macaulay Culkin the was killing. Oh, the Good Son. Oh, Jesus. I, I have this image now of like Professor Xavier forgot to take off the cerebral <laughs> helmet and he's just like, I wonder what Macaulay Culkin is up to now. Everybody in the planet is like, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how Days of Future Past ended. <laughs> with with Patrick Stewart Googling Macaulay Culkin now. <laughs> so uh, Olga, sorry, at this time the Kevins were the most prominent of the Slavic peoples who would become Russia, like I said. She married a man named Igor, uh, who would go on to become the Prince of Kiev. Uh, they had a son, uh, Sviatoslav. <laughs> That's Something correct. Like... That's yeah. Okay, cool. That is exactly, pre- that is precisely right. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Uh, he was also born during the Great Vowel Famine of ni- 915 <laughs> yeah, yeah, AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vowels um, are expensive. I know. <laughs> Especially if you're peasants. <laughs> um, now, uh, she was the leader of Kiev. There was a yeah, we've tr- all seen Wheel of Fortune, so. <laughs> yep. The vowel economy is... Anyway, uh, <laughs> I just bailed on that joke. Mm-hmm. Is uh, there a Russian Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, it's, it's Wheel of it's Suffering. Just, it is, but like every single letter is just K, so it's really <laughs> unexciting. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel? No, there no. are none. There are none to buy. <laughs> Go to Siberia. <laughs> so there was a tribe called the Drev Drevlins. Drevlians. Like I, I wrote this in November, so I'm still. I mean, I'm... Brian may not remember their name, but fairly soon it will not matter because there will be none of them left. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Um, You're giving away the good part. I know. But this tribe lived around Kiev uh, and were sort of rivals to the Kevins. At some point... The Drevs and the Kevs. Let's, let's say that. <laughs> yeah, the let's... Drevs versus the Kevs. Classic <laughs> rivalry. Um, at some point, uh, Prince Igor went to collect tribute from the Kevins, uh, from the Drevlins, the Drevs. And so the Drevlins seized this opportunity and bent down two birch trees tied them to Igor's limbs and ripped him in half. And that was the end of Igor. I don't remember this part, but that sounds like a super ineffective way to kill somebody. You I feel think like on the that part turns out crazy effective. <laughs> I, I feel like there was a lot of like Igor, like not knowing what was going on. And the guy being like, can you just, can you hold still for like just a sec? Yeah, that's, that's like one of those weird porky pig sketches where he's like, here, hold an apple in your mouth. Here, get in this pot. Here, you know, yeah. all these things. All so, these things. After they ripped her husband in half, uh, the Drevlins asked Olga if she wanted to marry their prince, Mal. They, they sent an envoy of 20 men to propose that idea to her. And uh, what Olga did is she uh, buried them alive, basically. She summoned she summoned them all all in and shoved them in a pit and just covered them with dirt. Um, well, she didn't want to marry him, and I mean, yeah. like, 
Who could, could just blame take her? No for an answer. <laughs> this type of shit wouldn't happen. I feel like this is again a situation where maybe it was like the Porky Pig thing again, where she was like, "Okay, just get in this pit for a second, though." <laughs> I I feel like a lot of that. There's like a weird, like very brutal Porky Pig aspect to a lot of this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why Olga of Kiev is sometimes sometimes called Russia's Porky Pig. Yeah, great. <laughs> Um, so after she buried his ministers alive, Olga sent a message to Prince Mao that she accepted his marriage proposal, but she said she needed him to send all of his best men to escort her to their village. And he totally did that. (laughs) He sent them. When they arrived at Kiev, um, Olga invited them to relax in a bathhouse, uh, which was the custom at the time. And she locked the bathhouse from the outside and set it on fire and burned them all alive. Um, Then, and this is like, this is the genius part. This is the part where it's like, I don't understand why they keep falling for this. (laughs) She invited the remaining Drevlin nobility uh, to a funeral feast for everyone she had had killed and her husband. Uh, (laughs) And yeah, the best thing about having your brethren slaughtered is at least there's a feast after. Yeah, right. So that's they're it. like, well, all right. <laughs> Here we go. I guess we're all going to Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, she did slaughter a lot of our, brever- our brethren, but it does say open bar. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> well, uh, that open bar was part of this because at this funeral feast, she got all of their, basically their whole army drunk and then had her soldiers come up behind them and kill all of them basically at once. Over 5,000 Drevlins were killed in like a matter of minutes. So there's wow. more to this. Like this, this, the Red Wedding is like bullshit, That's some totally old bullshit for Olga of Kiev. Yeah, it's... Um, but then again, those numbers kind of seem outrageous. I, yeah. 5,000. How many did Genghis Khan say? 2,000? 3,000? Let's go with 5,000. <laughs> yeah, we just want to be better than Genghis Khan. Well, she's staying on brand, which I admire um, a little bit. Like, after this point, uh, this is when she actually, like, brings her army to attack the Drevlins, uh, the Drevs. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the villagers, they are the only people who have realized, oh, this person is going to try to kill us. Uh, and they very much want that to not happen. So they offer Olga like, you know, all their best stuff, all their honey and their furs. <laughs> their best stuff. It's like, ooh. <laughs> ooh. This is what you guys, this is all we can put together here? Honey and furs? Oh, God. <laughs> uh, we're going to die. We're gonna die. <laughs> we got honey, furs. We have, uh, we have this old boys to men CD we found. <laughs> this is all I have. Oh, man. Uh, well, I'm not going to give her my... St- I'm not going to give away Star Wars figurines. Those are special. <laughs> Saving them. God damn it, Kevin. So Olga, seeing sort of their poverty, took mercy on the villagers. And she asked them for only three sparrows and three pigeons from each house, which apparently they had a lot of, <laughs> I guess. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, at the time, people were fucking drowning in sparrows. Yeah, literally. It was it was a big Russian cause of death. And sparrows were the beanie babies of the time. <laughs> the, the villagers are like, cool, we have a shitload of birds to give away. And so they do that, and they're like, cool, we're not going to die. But then Olga had her soldiers tie little bundles of sulfur to the birds and had the birds fly back to the houses they came from and the entire village burned down. This person is a saint. <laughs> I want a, I want a, <laughs> a Russian saint. Well, she's oddly enough, well, funny enough, the saint of uh, widows, right? I think so, yeah. Which, like, makes perfect sense <laughs> yes. in that case. <laughs> yeah. Making she... widow, widowmaker over there. And she's a, like, in terms of widows to have, like, if I get murdered and I got a widow at that point, I should hope that she would at least have the courtesy <laughs> to burn to, like, down a whole village. Some... Yeah, fly a few firebirds into the homes of my enemies. Why don't you? Is that too much to ask? Yeah, is that was that on your Tinder? Wife? Was that on your Tinder profile of what your must what be your, willing? Must be willing to, to use smite birds my enemies as fire to weapons. Smite my enemies. <laughs> well, uh, that's the that's the real story of Olga of Kiev, Janae. If you're if you're ready with, I don't understand why you call it the real story. Yeah, it sorry, absurd it's force of habit. It does. It sounds absurd to me. On the face of it, it is. I bananas. mean, I read those things, but then you know, I found what I thought was the real story too. So I don't know. I don't know. I guess somebody else will have to decide what's real. Um, Olga of Kiev, uh, aka Saint Olga, aka Helga, aka. Beatrix Lestrange, um, <laughs> wait, <laughs> <laughs> A.K.A. Lady Olga. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. She uh, she was born the fourteenth child of sixteen children, born to Mildred and Joe Jackson in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I know. What are you? You don't have Bing or something? Oh, you know, you're Googling totally everything. So, so Bing is the first option. <laughs> just, just a clarification. Uh, Old Gaga or Lady Old Gaga, which I'm taking to mean Lady Old Gaga. Um, is she the sister of Wu Zaitan? Is she just, yeah, you know, okay. there's all these amazing women out there uh, that people don't know about. Most of them from I, the same family. <laughs> if I recall correctly, Wu Zaitan was from Gary, Indiana, True. was she not? <laughs> I thought yeah. she was from Mississippi. One oh, maybe those. she was from Mississippi. Okay. <laughs> Indiana and Mississippi are really same very well, similar places. Back then they were the same thing. <laughs> One of those fucking flyover states. <laughs> You know, and uh, they were also part of, the, you know, the Jackson family, the mm-hmm. notorious Jackson family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's more where I thought this was. <laughs> They're part of the, uh, and uh, and so they the were Jackson all... 16. <laughs> the Jackson 16. <laughs> Here's the problem. There were 16... so for three times better. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they couldn't all make the cut to get it in the Jackson Five. It okay, could, it could have been oh, the sure. Jackson Sixteen if they all had talent. <laughs> That's a very Joe Jackson argument, actually. <laughs> yeah, we know Joe Jackson, and we know his high standards. And unfortunately, uh, Lady Olgaga didn't didn't make the cut. <laughs> it gets better each time. She didn't make the cut. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, you know, even Tito made the cut. So imagine <laughs> how little talent in uh, singing and dancing Lady Ogaga had. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, so she's from this super talented family, but her father never really recognized the gifts that she had, which were many. She had many gifts, uh, gifts which were, um, number one, the gift of gab, gab. <laughs> uh, which Joe never appreciated, you know. She she could really talk to anybody. She she could she could convince five thousand people to show up for their own murder. <laughs> she was so good at talking. She really put butts in the seats. She really put butts in the seats. You know, she's like a, a barker. She could talk to anybody. The gift of gab is a true gift, and and hers was never recognized in the Jackson family. She also she had the. Uh, she, what is this? She's a gifted horse. <laughs> she was also a very gifted horse. Wait, okay. So, all right. This is a twist on the whole story. <laughs> is this like a Mr. Ed thing? <laughs> like we all have our own gifts. <laughs> of course. It's a g- <laughs> Olga, Helga, Beatrix Lestrange was a gift, a very gifted horse. So is this like a reverse of that thing where two people get into a horse costume, where one horse gets into two people costumes and that's how they pass as a person? Such a weird, such a weird quantum mechanics question. I have a horse horse to be a person. Two people costumes. I'm it's like Schrodinger's dumb question. <laughs> yeah, it. it'd be like Siamese twins or something, right? <laughs> how, how is it like that? Because <laughs> they're connected by, like, the, the torso. Of course. Exactly. Okay. Exactly like Siamese okay. twins. Um, and she also had the gifts of the Magi. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> she was... And Joe, it, it just, there was just no use for that in the Jackson Five, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you know, combs and hairs and watches and whatnot. I love the gift of <laughs> match. I like to bring it up anytime I can. Also, Lady Hawk, like to just put that into conversations. You guys remember Lady Hawk? Anybody? <laughs> Nobody ever remembers Lady Hawk. I sort I I I'll, understand I'll just the keep reference. Talking I don't about remember it. it. I'll just Kinda, keep talking about Lady Hawk. Lady but. Hawk starring Matthew Broderick. Um, and Michelle Pfeiffer, and um, what's his name from The Hitchhiker and um, Blade Runner? Oh, 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 oh. Um, it's a weird, like, European name. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you'll, you'll, oh, this is going to drive me nuts. Anywho, it's a great movie called Lady Hawk where they get a spell put on them, and then one of them is a, a wolf at night, and then the other one's, a, you know, a bird during the day so they can never be together. Anywho, <laughs> I'll just stick that into random conversations um, just until someone says, yes, I, I get your reference. Rutger Hauer. Thank Rutger you. Rutger Hauer. Beat That's me to it. Was. He's scary. Yeah, um, he's got a weird face. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, <that> Rutger. <laughs> I, apparently, I have really Put strong you opinions. Rusk, Rutger. <laughs> Hope you weren't a fan. <laughs> I just pictured Rutger Hauer wearing a revisionist T-shirt and just being like, oh. <laughs> just snaps his iPhone in two. <laughs> yeah, he was working on the email where he's like, I'd love to be on your show. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. 
That makes me sad. Uh, well, Olga, um, she um, she's very special. She was very special, as you heard by her gifts, obviously. Um, so on her 13th birthday, she struck out east. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she went east. She went very far east. She just kept going east and even further east <laughs> and very far east until she went so far east that she landed in the Caribbean, um, you know, all the way around and discovered that the earth was indeed round. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you go far enough east. A big east, discovery for the time, yeah. <laughs> if you go far enough east. This will happen. Uh, and they give credit to, you know, other explorers. <laughs> but really, if you read your history, St. Olga, a.k.a. Peggy Jackson, was uh, the one who discovered the uh, the Americas. Mm-hmm. I don't know if a nice. lot of people know that. I like her strategy of just stealing any accomplishments that Christopher Columbus claims to have that made. That he already really... stole. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he already stole. And she's... She is from America originally, so it's like, yeah, she yep. lived here, you know? There you have it. There you have <laughs> it. She discovered it. She discovered it the same way I did, by being born in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is more than Christopher Columbus did. Yeah, that's true. That's he true. just saw it. <laughs> I mean, if you were born here, that would make sense that you would think, like, oh, I'm and the first person, whatever. And you know what? He didn't even think it was America at first, so that doesn't count. None of it counts. Christopher Columbus. Is Columbus, you're on blast. You're on blast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you did, Columbus. It's genocide. In case you were wondering, yeah, that's it's the genocide. Yeah, you know what you did. Yeah. You, you know. Um, so after she, she discovered the marriage. So in 1975, when she had just gotten out of culinary arts school. <laughs> I feel like, okay, I feel like we missed something, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that when I wrote it. I was like, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm delighted. Who knows what's real anymore? It's all fake news. And um, you know what? Just follow your follow your goals. Follow your dreams. Follow your dreams, Olga. Dad doesn't appreciate your gifts. You take those gifts out east, <laughs> and you make something happen. So in color, uh, she was in culin- She attended culinary arts school in Salem, Massachusetts. Yes. Same. <laughs> Wait, did you say Salem, Massachusetts? Yeah. Okay. Salem, Massachusetts. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Okay. Uh, same culinary school attended by Stephen King. <laughs> Noted chef Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King's been on my mind. Side note: <laughs> Is he okay? Someone check on Stephen King. Who else is thinking about Stephen King? Yeah, he's fine. Every once in a while, he and Macaulay Culkin are riding in the same car. Oh my oh god! No. What if a movie comes out? Stephen King movie with starring. Yeah, it's like Stephen King and Macaulay Culkin's road trip. <laughs> Stephen King is fine. He's he's getting all of his shit turned into adaptation adaptations again, and occasionally he tweets about how Republicans suck. He's he's doing great. Cool. Oh, cool. Love cool. you're a national treasure, Steve King. You Stephen are. King, not Steve King. Steve King is not a national treasure. <laughs> Steve King is a national cesspool. Uh, uh, um, Stephen King. Yeah. So that's Stephen King. And but unfortunately, Stephen King was a terrible chef. <laughs> he was really bad at it. Um, and he also he had that cilantro cilantro allergy. So it kind of ruined everything. So he went into writing, of course, as you know. 
Um, <laughs> and the rest is <laughs> And he was inspired he, he by his... Olga of Kiev to uh, write books such as Carrie and Firestarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Firestarter, one of Firestarter. my favorite movies. Sure, a lot sure. of people don't know that was inspired by Olga of Kiev. <laughs> and of course, I think about Stephen King's famous quote, the real scariest thing is cilantro. <laughs> <laughs> In quote, yes, that was Stephen King. But Firestarter, starring Drew Barrymore, was inspired by Olga of Kiev because, yeah, she did burn a lot of things down. But she also discovered America. (laughs) Um, And she also was the first to actually be quoted as saying, the earth is indeed round. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, she's a bit of a muse. Um, And so, um, you know, and so at these fires, though, after all these people were burned, yeah, yeah, that's what she's credited with. All these people were burned. But I, there was also a little bit of history that was left out. So at the uh, end of all this funeral burning, um, in, in a typical Scooby-Doo twist, <laughs> um, Olga pulls off her own face to reveal the face <laughs> of the true arsonist, Melania Trump, <laughs> who who then pulls off her own face to reveal the true, true arsonist, Ivanka Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then underneath the Ivanka mask, waiting is the face of Donald Trump's first wife, Ivana, Ivana mm-hmm. Trump. Uh, and she pulls off her mask, and it's actually Kristen Wig from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> At this point, they're probably getting very hot underneath <laughs> all these very, masks. The, the mask was huge. I mean, it was giant. Okay. It, it was this giant thing. So they thought she had like elephant titus. <laughs> <laughs> Just like no one mention it. Just be cool about it. Be cool about it. But and then Kristen Wig, she's a talented actress, but it wasn't even her. So she pulls off her mask. <laughs> And underneath her mask is actually Kevin Spacey as Kaiser Solse. So, uh, uh-huh. so how did we not the, see I, that? I don't know how we didn't figure that out. You know, I went down this Bing rabbit hole, <laughs> and uh, it turns out it was Kaiser Solse all along, and he wasn't even crippled at all. He was pretending. Um, and he went on to win the house of cards and, <laughs> and a couple I, I love it if the last episode of house of cards is him looking at the camera and be like looks like I won the house of cards and then just like slightly looking off camera as if to say and then, did, did we get that did we get that and then just and then he walks credits in 15 seconds <laughs> and his walk straight oh, yeah uh, I thought he was gonna. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna have him walk down the street, and he slowly gains a limp. <laughs> dramatically, he was pretending <laughs> not to have a limp the whole time, which is great acting. That's hard yeah. to do to pretend to not have a limp. Um, I, was, think, I, oh, I was kind of. I was kind of hoping it would come back around and, and the last mask would be torn off, and it really was just Olga of Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, Kevin Spacey is Olga of Kiev, really, at heart. Um, and some other things that she was not credited with that she should have been, um, a lot of Jim Crow era laws were created by Olga of Kiev. Uh, the one drop rule was her idea. Oh, wow. Uh, so credited is a very <laughs> weird word choice. <laughs> Credit, so uh, green tea ice cream. <laughs> green tea ice cream, her idea. 
<laughs> and um, a lot of people are saying that if she had been around, the Civil War could have been avoided. <laughs> so, but the Trail of Tears would have been much worse. So <laughs> that is the Olga of Kiev that I know and <laughs> love. The big hearted gal that we all. Yeah, the big hearted gal. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. Big hearted. Yeah, the big hearted gal who created Jim Crow era <laughs> laws. Janae, <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, before we get to judgment, real quick, I want to mention that you can always contact us or keep up with news or anything on the website, revisionistpodcast.com. Uh, and you can also uh, write a review of the podcast on iTunes, which is crazy helpful yeah it uh, helps us greatly with visibility uh mm -hmm. which is okay. good for us yes indeed i can do that i enjoy listening too so oh thank you write a review i didn't know it mattered i was like keep your yeah, opinions to yourself written, lady written <laughs> reviews in particular like super bump, bump up podcast big time in terms of visibility so they're Just, very helpful totally big league and then uh all the social media facebook twitter instagram uh, revisionist podcast or revision pod um, and we're also on patreon uh, definitely looking to uh, upgrade our audio equipment especially after our audio issues last episode um, and you can check out some of our sweet reward options like our uh, Rutger Hauer endorsed revisionist t-shirts oh, designed yeah. by Jeff Tice um, yeah we're adding a little thing in the corner that's a little circle with Rutger Hauer winking and giving a thumbs up yeah. in the corner of yeah. every single T-shirt. <laughs> um, and Janae, uh, you're one of the members of Pussy Bros, the comedy mm -hmm. super group. Uh, mm -hmm. And you, uh, your show Birthday Party is going to be coming up soon. Birthday Party. It's May. What? Is this May? Are we in May? Yeah. It's May. It's May, baby. It's May. Uh, May 17th. It's a Monday. It's a weird day for some people, but it's fun. What's that? Wait. Uh, is May 17th not a day? That's a, that's the Wednesday. Fifteenth yep. is the we Monday. got you, Janae. May seventeenth. <laughs> it's been a long May con, 15th, but then. it's long been a con. Finally, got oh. your journalism. <laughs> I thought it was best. May seventeenth is not day. a day. Straight we got up, it on there stage. is no May seventeenth. <laughs> all the president's men. What what's happening? May it just 15th. goes from the 16th to the 18th. <laughs> oh, man. Who knows? I can't keep track of this thing. It keeps just like starting over, over and over every week. I'm like, yep, I can't the keep track anymore. That's time. Yep. Like, yeah. Yeah. Who's keeping track of this stuff? It's uh, the 15th. The theme is prom. Brian, I hope you'll be there in a cummerbund and a bow tie. Mm -hmm. um, that would be really nice. Alan Strickland Williams is our headliner. Yep, very, very funny guy. Mm. Um, and then also, and just to be clear, that is May fifteenth, May fifteenth, a Monday this yes. year. Two thousand, you know, what it is two thousand seventeen. I thought many days were the seventeenth this year. Mm. I, I've I've done that a lot actually. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense actually. I can see that. I keep thinking it's the seventeenth. Um, you also uh, will be one of the comedians featured at this year's uh, Film on the Rocks at Denver's legendary Red Rocks Amphitheater. Yeah. I'll be nice. doing eight minutes clean, y'all. Clean. <laughs> in Do you front know of what? Dirty dancing. In front of dirty dancing. Mm, nice. I'm hoping that abortion jokes are still on the table, though. <laughs> I'm like, oh. the movie is PG-13, then 
if there's one thing I know about fans of the film Dirty Dancing, it's that they love abortion jokes. <laughs> um, Nobody puts baby in the corner, something abortion joke. Is that the right movie? Yes. <laughs> yep. Anyway. Exactly. So as for me, uh, Nighttime Tonight, as always, the third Thursday of every month. So that'll be coming up May 18th. Uh, actually happening May 17th. Uh, I will be at the... Uh, at Comedy Works for the first round of the New Faces contest this oh, year. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, with friend of the show Christy Bukley. She is uh, on the same round as I. It's going to be a really great show. There's a lot of really good people on that, so come check it out. Um, May 19th, I'm going to be at uh, Diebolt uh, Brewing uh, for that show, which is going to be awesome, hosted by Kira McKaylin, who uh, friend another friend of the show. And then I've said it before, uh, I'm going to be doing some shows in Minneapolis uh, at the end of the month, and you can follow me on social media for those dates and all of that. Um, but I think if we're ready for judgment. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> here's... I completely forgot about that part. Here's, uh, here's the thing. I really like the original... St- this is just to start. I really do enjoy the original story of Olga of Kiev. I was to pull back... To part the kimono, I was the one who suggested um, doing that. What? Topic. Can we what? hold what? on? Rerack. Let's. Uh, I say we start using that, but I need to know what it means first. <laughs> I mean, like I would very much like to, to not like, know what that means. Part the kimono. Uh, I swear that's a phrase that exists, but <laughs> it's very popular in it's the like, pervert that community. Like sweet, sweeten the deal. <laughs> Um, anyways, I was the one who suggested we do it on the show, if I recall correctly, because Olga is the kind of badass lady people should hear more about. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, I think ultimately, um, uh, I enjoy that the revised version takes mm-hmm. a lot of credit away from Christopher Columbus that he mm-hmm. didn't deserve in the first place. I think mostly what it does is add a lot of flavor to the story before, uh, to, to, to Olga's life before her murder spree. <laughs> and it ends that, it adds that class and br- classic Brian Singer twist that we all love so much. <laughs> so I think, I think I am ultimately going to go with the revised version mm. of Olga's story. Of course. Yay. Sweet. <laughs> and it so gives us St. Kaiser Soze also, <laughs> of course, Kevin who spread Spacey. Christianity to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> well, Janae, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Zach, thank you as always. I love so much when I'm here. <laughs> as, as do I. <laughs> that was... Mm, that was one of my favorite. That was honestly one of my favorite alternate histories. But I think for everyone here at the revision, bleh, uh, I'm gonna take that one more time. <laughs> uh, I think for everyone here at the revisionists, I'm Brian Flynn. I'm Zach Powers. That was the second take. <laughs> that was the second take. Still not great. <laughs> nope. But we'll go with it. Uh, uh, thanks for listening. Have a good time. Have a good time. 